0: Are you ready to scale new heights? Are you passionate about moving up into unprecedented realms? Then get ready to enter into a season of fulfillment of God's purpose for your life. Join Pastor Shegun Obaje on this course as he equips and empowers you to become a complete man. Your life is about to experience and make shift. The reality of redemption to some people redemption is a theological word to some it has an affiliation with some denominations but to some it is a fact let's see what the bible says concerning redemption colossians chapter number 1 and verse 13 i want us to start the reading from verse 12 so that we can have a full grasp of it giving thanks unto the father which hath made us Qualified or meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light glory to God tell your neighbor I am qualified Say to someone like you mean it. I'm qualified You see that God qualified me. It's not a personal qualification He says giving things unto the father who has what made us meet who has qualified us the word made us meet there is an old um, King James language, but he is talking about qualification here. You know Jesus is our qualification. Amen. God made Jesus our qualification. He qualified us with Jesus and made us so, so qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now look at verse 13. This is it. Who hath? Who has, in other words, delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son if god's word means anything that is enough to make you say to yourself i can never be in bondage again for the rest of my life he says he has not that he's going to please note the tense he has delivered us Well, some people are still looking for some deliverance somehow somewhere but look at what the word of god says he says he has delivered us from the power of darkness another translation says the authority of darkness that means every right darkness has to rule and dominate you he says he has delivered you from that right he has delivered you from that authority that is good enough to make a praiser a psalmist out of you who has delivered us from the power of darkness now what is darkness think about what darkness is what is darkness Is lack darkness? What about um, sicknesses and diseases? What about sin? What about oppression? Now, write it down in your note. Darkness is equal to whatever darkness is to you. Write it down. I want you to write at least 10 things that darkness means to you. 10 things. Darkness. What does it mean to you? Nightmares. Fear of the future. Fear of death. Fear of diseases and sicknesses. Fear of examinations. Coming up. What is darkness? to you put something down i believe you came to church with a jota this is a school of the spirit amen where we are taught the word it's a place where you're empowered for life when you leave this place you know yes i've got it i can apply this to my life my academics my business my family my finances all right have you written down what darkness means to you now notice what he says christ in other words god through christ has delivered us He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Now, if you were to see a live snake, and then you look at the live snake, you know, okay, this is a live snake. And then a toy snake, which of the two would you be more afraid of, naturally speaking now, the live snake? Why? Because it's got what? Hello, because it's got what? It's got power to harm, power to bite, power to kill. But what about a toy snake? it's powerless now can you just pick up the toy snake and just play with the toy snake why because it's powerless now notice what it says he says who has delivered us from what the power of darkness that is the ability of darkness to tame to harm to destroy he said he has delivered us from it and what is that to you you see is the bible just a book of history you see, this is the word of god You better take that word and say, that's me. That's my word. So that means darkness, whatever you've written down there, has no power to harm you. You say, well, but some things are happening to me. You have been believing some wrong things. The very moment you believe in the absoluteness of the word of God, Your faith is activated and the power of God's spirit begins to work in you. Darkness has no power over you again. That is the gospel truth. He says he has delivered us. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So that means we have been delivered. Now, if you cannot deny the fact that you are in God's kingdom right now, the kingdom of his dear son, then you cannot deny the fact that you have been delivered from the power of darkness. Because that was what took place first. How many of us now, you are in God's kingdom, the kingdom of God, wave your hands. Then you've been delivered. That's what it means. You say, no, I've I've not been delivered, but I'm in God's kingdom. It's not possible. How did you get there in the first place? If you are in God's kingdom, and you are a child of God, and you are born again, jesus is the lord of your life then you can have two lords at the same time you are no longer under the lordship of the devil what does that mean he cannot terrify you listen you have to understand that redemption is a reality not in the world to come it's a reality now sometimes the way some people talk about the devil and i just say look are you a christian i'm a christian but (laughs) the devil eh? hey that devil man is a terrible person now listen very carefully he says he has delivered us from his power to harm to kill and in fact that power to harm to kill has been taken away from him jesus took that power from him now let's just go through this one step at a time now notice in verse 14 he says in whom talking about jesus the dear son of god in whom we have now If you say, I have 20 naira, what does that mean? It's a fact. Two of us. Is it a promise that you have 20 naira? If you do. Now, I have a car. It's no longer a promise. It is a fact that it's mine now. In whom we have redemption. We have. What then is redemption? Redemption is a divine buyback from sin and all its consequences. You remember in Genesis chapter number 3 man committed high treason and sold out to the devil and the human race was enslaved from that day forward. Then Jesus came according to the scriptures to deliver us from the dominion of the wicked one and then put us on top so that we can rule in the realm of this life. When sin came death came in through sin death is separation from the life of god the quality of life god lives and intended for all his children to live. the quality of life that fine life that beautiful life redemption therefore is a divine buyback a ransom a divine buyback from sin and all its consequences fear lack, sicknesses and diseases. The Bible says we have been brought back from these things. In whom? How many of us here you are in Christ? You know 2 Corinthians 5.17 says you see please let me tell you the truth about life. If you don't take the Word of God for what it is you will be merry grounding in life. You will not make tangible progress. You will still come back to a point where you will take God's Word for what it is. Some still have options so they want to exhaust all their options. When you are done you'll see come back to the way. Do you understand that? You have to make up your mind to take God's word for what it is. If God's word says, I have redemption in Christ, that's what I have. I refuse to believe everything that is flying around me. I refuse to believe what tradition says to me. I know that's what, my, that, that's what I have. That's my reality. He says, in whom, if any man be in Christ, glory to God. is a brand new man, not a worked upon man, not a beaten man. Not a renovated man. He's a brand new man. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So that means he's in Christ. The very moment you get saved, you make Jesus a lot of your life, you come into Christ. That's where you are right now. That is your spiritual position. You are in Christ. If indeed you've made Jesus a lot of your life, you are in Christ. And the Bible says, in whom we have. Not that we're going to have. Oh God, I know you will soon deliver me. No, in whom we have a divine buyback, glory to God, from sin and all its consequences. In Christ, we have redemption through his blood, glory to God. A price was paid. It was a sufficient price to take us from that slavery we put ourselves. Adam enslaved human race by going against the will of God jesus is the one who obeyed the will of god i have come in the volume of book it is written of me to do that will oh god and having obeyed god he is now the author of salvation that any man who comes into him by making him his lord and personal savior anybody who comes into jesus he's shielded away from sin and all its consequences that means he's been brought back glory to god he's a man of god what are you saying i'm saying that all those things you wrote down standing for darkness the father in christ has delivered you you see in life there's what is called situation let's say situation and there's what is called position let's say position for you to change your situations you must understand your positioning in christ who you are what he has already done for you now you you have the likelihood or the possibility of yielding to that situation And then taking that situation for your own reality. There are people who are in Christ who are not experiencing the truth of God's word. Why? Because they have not deliberately yielded themselves to the reality that is a possibility in Christ Jesus. So they yield to other things. But God is saying to you this morning, this is your reality. The situation is not your reality. You must know your position in Christ. He says from your standpoint in christ from your position in christ you can speak to that situation looking down and speak to that situation and say you are not my reality the word is my reality john 17 and verse 17. he says sanctify them by the truth thy word is truth i like the way another translation puts it he says sanctify them by thy reality the word is thy reality That means the word of God has become our reality when you make up your mind and say to yourself this is what I believe this is my reality from henceforth I have been redeemed in Christ I have redemption in Christ I have redemption I have been delivered from the venom of darkness the killing destroying harming power of darkness. Now I have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. This is my reality. Now what is your response if you have taken that reality as yours? Father, I thank you for I have been redeemed from sin and all its consequences. If you still complain about what is not working in your life, you have not accepted your reality. But the very moment you take God's word for your reality and ask your reality, you know what's going to happen to you? The word of God gets deep down into your heart and then it begins to produce life. It says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Now, if you've put the word in your heart and you've made a decision to accept the reality of God's word, you keep your heart and guard your heart. This is how to rule and reign in life. This is how to be a success. This is how to stand above all irrespective of what is happening around you, you have accepted the reality of God's word. In Philemon verse 6, it has only one chapter. It says that the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging. Do you see that? Of every good thing that is in you, in Christ Jesus. To know a thing is not enough. You must acknowledge what you know. If you don't acknowledge what you know, your knowledge is not going to produce. Jesus said to those Jews that believed in him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth as you continue in my word that means something was revealed to them that was why they yielded to jesus and they wanted to follow jesus and then jesus told them now you want to follow me fine now walk in the truth of my word if you continue in my teachings if you continue in my word then are you my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth you see that kind of knowing comes as a result of acknowledging the truth you see that if you have been delivered from the power of darkness, why are you afraid of darkness? You say, I know I've been delivered, but look at you, look at you. What does but mean? But, huh? contrary to everything that has been said, I negate it. That's what it means. If the word of God means what the word of God says it is, then why not go for the word and lay hold on that word? He says, by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. Lift up your hands and say, Father, I thank you. For in Christ Jesus, I have redemption, a divine buyback from sin and all its consequences. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for I have been delivered. You have delivered me from the power of darkness, and you have translated me into the kingdom of your dear son. Thank you, Lord, for I have been delivered from the power of failure, the power of sickness and diseases, I have been delivered from the power of the fear of the future I have been delivered from the power of oppression I have been delivered from the power of luck I thank you Father for luck has no power over me I thank you father for sin has no power over me I have been delivered from every wrong habit and I thank you lord and I thank you lord and I thank you lord for the new man in Christ cannot be enslaved I stand In the liberty wherewith you've made me whole and free i walk in the light of the truth of your word thank you father in jesus name amen that's response to what god has done for you that's the correct response to what god has done for you you see that glory to god and then the bible is very clear about something here that the redemption that god has given to us is an eternal redemption hebrews chapter number 9 and verse 12 He says, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained what? For whom? For whom? For us! He didn't obtain it for himself. What is eternal redemption? The kind of redemption that God actually desired for us and an everlasting one. Now, if redemption is... divine buyback from sin and all its consequences and the devil's power to kill and destroy is sin the Bible says the strength of sin is the law and the sting of death is sin isn't it praise God and we've been delivered from sin then death has no power over us and then the devil has no power over us because that is what he uses so that means if our redemption is eternal then our dominion over the devil is eternal then our dominion over sin is eternal then our dominion over death is eternal then our dominion over everything that is called darkness is not just within a short period of time it's eternal he says he has obtained for us an eternal what redemption for us if you're outside us here wave your hands he says for us glory to god and part of that us there for us for us <laughs> that can make a dancer out of you just rejoicing and blessing the Lord glory to God you just dance and worship God why because you know the reality of what is done for you see until what we're sharing with you right now becomes so real to you as your account being credited with 1 million naira and then the bank is sending you an alert SMS alert and <laughs> I so said, what's happening? Hey, hey I'll be millionaire. <laughs> you know? And then uh, what? <laughs> you don't know? How much did you say you, you were you were talking about? And I said, it's just fifty thousand. I'll give you tomorrow money. Why? Because you see, it's so real to you. Now, God sent an SMS to you through His Word, and He said, I have obtained for you an eternal redemption. And he said, sure. Wait,ing Baba, to talk now. Hey, and you are quiet on me, you're looking at eternal redemption. What is that one? That's why I'm explaining it to you. It should make you rejoice and say, eternal redemption, glory to God, hallelujah. We are bound in thanksgiving and we we'll begin to dance. Sometimes in my study, as I begin to study God's word, I get into dancing and blessing the name of the Lord. Why? Because I know it's real. That's my reality. <laughs> glory to God. That's my reality. You've been redeemed from the power of darkness. Listen very carefully. If you're staying with a witch, it's very simple. Just break the feathers. With words, just break it. In Jesus' name, I break the feathers. Amen. You see, the the lady will come and say, I I couldn't fly again, so um, what are we going to do to it? You get saved in Jesus' name. You say, Pastor, is it that easy? Amen. Is it easy to buy something worth 50,000 naira when you have one million naira? is that easy because the price has been paid if you know it the same way you know your name if you know the same way you know that this is your account number and this is the amount in it the same way you walk to the bank with so much confidence because you know your money is there and if the cashier does not answer you on time you get angry and say look i'm i'm going to withdraw the money i have in this in this bank and i'm going to bank with another bank with that same confidence you can walk up and say you witch you don't have power over me you say ah man of god yes he has delivered you if the bible means anything to you you better take the bible for what the bible says it is you think we'll be praying a special prayer over witchcraft and all that we stand up in the middle of the night now i command in jesus name impossibility to fly around here i break your wings early in the morning people will visit you Amen. I so, said, What's the problem? You know, man of God went to minister somewhere. <laughs> oh, bless God for redemption. Man, it thrills me when I, when I just get to understand that the power of darkness has been broken over me. He said, yeah, Darkness is coming. It, I will go through it. It can't touch me. The power to hurt me, the power to harm me, has been taken away from darkness. Jesus did that for me. Glory to his name. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For that with me, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's your reality. (laughs) Don't be shaking in the middle of the night. Because you've been feeding on the wrong stuff. Feeding on the wrong stuff. I remember there was one night. I had a dream. Those days I started feeding on the word of God. And had not really mastered this thing. So I had a dream like a nightmare. And then I woke up the following morning. What is this? And um, I went back to God's word. I began to study. And then light broke forth within me. Glory to God. The light of god's word and then i said to myself just let me catch one of you it's just one, just one and you know since then i've never saw <laughs> notice the devil is afraid amen he's not the roaring lion he's like you see that <laughs> the devil is in fear how many of us know the devil is not in faith you have to know the devil is not in faith He says, resist the devil. And he will what? He didn't say walk away from him. He will flee. What is that? Look at the word flee there in the Greek. He will run. He will jump. He will flee as though in terror. (laughs) That's how demons respond when you come on the scene. Glory to God. We are sons of the most high God. We have been brought back from the dominion of the devil. It's our reality. It's not something we are trying to act out god has shown us in his Word. he has sent an sms from heaven that this is what is in your account and this is what i've done for you if god's sms alert means anything to you you better begin to rejoice because that's your reality so where's the fear of the devil It's gone forever we are no longer afraid of him why because we know the same way we know our names that we have been delivered from the power of darkness let me show you one scripture just go meditate on that until you begin to say to yourself, this thing cannot happen to me again. What, what does it mean? Someone is sleeping and then... G, 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 G. What is G? I know Jesus. I don't know G, G, G. Amen. You get the word. There's a level of light. Listen very carefully. The Lord told me there's a level of light that gets into you of God's word. And when you sleep, you radiate light. Do you understand that? I do say it. I said, look... Can I, is there any witch that is, has obtained PhD in witchcraft? Amen. Come and oppress me at night. I remember Apostle Biola was praying for someone who was demon possessed and he said to that demon get out. The demon said where do I go to? He said come and live in me if you want to. Just come. If this place is habitable for you come and dwell here. He said there is fire in you. He said that's the place. Come. Come dwell. For our God is a consuming fire. We are children of the Most High God. Listen very carefully. If he made his angels, you know, spirits and his ministers flames of fire, flames of fire, who do you think, who then do you think you are? If angels are flames. Notice he says he made his angels a flame. Read your Bible. He didn't say flames. I misquoted it. Lord have mercy on me. He said, a flame. (laughs) All the angels, the mighty ones of God. The angels of God, the Bible says, they excel in strength. They excel in strength. Excellent strength. You know what that means? Never failing strength. They excel in strength and they do his commandment. hearkening to the voice of his word. Psalm 103 and verse 20. You see that? He says, all of them are what? A flame of fire. Is that in the word of God? Let's look at it together. Go to Hebrews. Let's read it in Hebrews chapter number one. Shout it loud. I know who I am. Louder. I know who I am. Louder, I know who I am. Now, notice what it says here in Hebrews chapter number 1, in verse 7. And of the angels he what? Sayeth. Who makes his angels spirits and his what? Ministers a flame of fire. Now, he's not talking about ministers of God here. All right? He's talking about and of his angels he sayeth. The same thing. Who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. Now, think about who you are i remember there was a time i was meditating on the consuming fire dimension of god and it engrossed my heart so much and i walked into a congregation i was invited to just pray for graduates, and i walked in every demon afflicted and demon possessed person began to scream "Hey, leave this place leave this place i have come there's a dimension like that isn't you light will reveal it say with your mouth i'm untouchable in the name of Jesus. says when they moved from one nation to another nation. From one people of one language to another language. That was people. People. Those were people under the law. Amen. He suffered no man to do them wrong. He rebuked kings for their sake. Saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Now notice they were anointed. But they were not in Christ. You see, there's a difference between I'm anointed and I'm in the anointed one. Now, think about it. If I pour oil on your head. And I, I dip you in oil what's the difference please tell me you are in the anointed one with his anointing what does that mean you think it's just a mere talk if anyone be in christ what does that mean he's in christ he's in the anointed one with his anointing he's a child of oil so if he said to people kings of the earth gentile nations don't touch my anointed one don't do my prophets any harm now what is he saying to people around us forces of darkness around us to a man who is in the anointed one with his anointing don't come near him he says touch is not the issue don't come near him he says kiss the son lest he be hungry and you perish from the way when his anger is kindled but a little but blessed are all those that what put their trust in him you better agree with the child of god when jesus in acts of the Apostles, chapter number nine appeared to Saul. He said, Saul, hey, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Look at me. Now, Saul was persecuting the body of believers, right? But Jesus appeared to him and said, look at me. Why are you persecuting me? What you are doing is a dangerous thing. And Saul said, who art thou, Lord? You know, this is, must be a Lord somewhere. But who art thou, Lord? I'm not so sure. He said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Wow. Saul understood if any man be in christ so this is the person i've been trying to fight against <laughs> please i didn't know any better i'm a fool just forgive me if you can make something out of my life i'll be grateful he said okay no problem i want to send you to the Gentiles. Said, you know what he said? He said, want to me if i preach not the gospel <laughs> <laughs> hey what i saw that man called jesus when i saw him at noonday his glory was brighter than the glory of the son he said so this you are the one i've been fighting against <laughs> he got born again in a hurry <laughs> now if any man be in christ listen that's the person that you dwell in if any man be in the anointed one with his anointing he said which will come and touch that person now get your mind renewed amen get your mind renewed i remember i was reading a commentary of apostle i went to a town to pray And he was coming down from the mountain, and then um, a couple of witches visited him. And then they knelt down, please leave our town, we are begging you. And then he said to them, give me ten reasons why I should leave. And I will give you one reason why I mustn't leave. They said, well, since you came in, we could not fly, and life has been miserable for us. And then he said, I give you seven days to repent. Now, the reason I can't leave this place is because God sent me here, and that's why I can't leave. Now, I give you seven days to repent, after which... I will just speak a word. That will be enough. You see, when you know who you are, you don't talk too much. He says, where the decree, the word of a king is, there is what power. And who is going to say unto him, what is it that you are saying, what is it that you are doing? Can a man question the authority of a king within his domain? Don't you know this earth is your domain of rulership? It says the heaven, even the heavens of the heaven is the Lord, but He's given the earth to the sons of men. It didn't say He's given the earth to demons in the domain of a king. He says, this is what I want. And then someone is saying, no, king, there's no such thing. Hebrews chapter number 2 and verse 14. I want us to start the reading from verse 10 and then we we'll close. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings for both he that sanctifieth, that is the sanctifier, and they who are sanctified, that is the sanctified, are all of one what does that mean to you thank you holy spirit someone's eye of understanding is being enlightened right now with so much light in the name of jesus for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren that one that appeared to saul 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 why are you persecuting me he's now saying to you you're my brother we're in the same family think about that i'm in the family of jesus glory to god i was born into this family of jesus you see that saying i will declare thy name unto my brethren i will in the midst of the church will i sing praise unto thee and again i will put my trust in him and again behold i and the children which god had given me you see that i and the children which god had given me we are for what signs and we are for wonders jesus is saying that now notice what it says here in verse 14 for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might what destroy him that had not have that had what the power of death that is the devil so that means he doesn't have the power of death again glory to god jesus took it away from him the keys of death and hell revelations 1 and verse 18 i am he that liveth and was dead And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have, not I used to have. And I have the keys of what? The keys of what? Death and hell. The keys of hell and of death. Do you see that? Now, who has the keys of hell and of death right now? Is it with the devil? He can't kill you. So stop, stop being afraid of him. He cannot. The devil does not have any power to kill you. Is a toy snake now. He says, they shall trample on serpents and scorpions. And overall, all the powers of the enemy and nothing. You know, I remember then we went to the village to do evangelism, you know, a missionary work, And then uh, we cast out devils. Man, casting out devils was, was fun. And it's still fun. Glory to God. You know, all the children there, most of them had witchcraft, you know, small, small witches. So we saw them we said, look, in Jesus. <laughs> out. They were rolling on the floor. We 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 had a wonderful time. We caught our phone. Amen. You know, I don't know how some people catch their phone. Glory to God. <laughs> I catch some phone casting out devils. So we got back to campus. A beloved brother, beloved brother, but very ignorant. A spiritual, illiterate person in Christ. There are a couple of them in church too. He said, Hmm, brother, you've cast out devils. Watch out for them in your academics. <laughs> Watch after them in your family. They are coming against (laughs) you. (laughs) You know what I did? I laughed. (laughs) Wisdom will lighten your countenance. I laughed. (laughs) I said, brother, he said, nothing shall by no means, not academic means, not financial means, not family means, shall by no means hurt you. He said, hey, brother, you have better be careful. I said, look, it's not going to touch me one bit. I know who I am. He said, did i go to pray any special prayer no see when light has come all right darkness has gone away praise god it's no longer there and you see the did dev- the-, the-, the brother believe that demons were affecting him. amen and they did see demons also know people who are in faith you know <laughs> when they saw doubt they jumped because you see they gravitate towards doubt doubt oh the brother failed failed you see that what i was doing well glory to god And you see, he was just observing the deliverance thing going on. He didn't really participate. But he was the one that was afraid. (laughs) What about the people casting out devils? Amen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stay on the word. If you want to live a fine life, a life of quality, this is it. If you will not stay on the word, your life won't be fine. It's not a curse. But if you stay on the word of God, you live a fine life. Fine life. Fine life. Glory to God. Amen. Fine what? Life. You think we're going to have videos and be breaking curses. Hey, break, 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 break. You see, those are fleshly things done in the flesh. The Word of God says we have been, what? Redeemed from the curse of the law. You say, what is the curse of the law? Deuteronomy 28, start from verse 14. Let's just air some part of it and then just read a part of it. You say there is a curse in your generation. You see, that is a subset of the curse of the law. You say, in our family, we don't do things well and all. Everything is there. That's what it calls the curse of the law. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded this day to the right hand or to the left and to, and to go after other gods to serve them. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and all his statutes which I commanded this day, that all these curses, do you see that? Shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Go on. Cursed shall thou be in the city. He say, well, when we walk in cities, we don't do well. Not even in villages. Is there. So some people say he redeemed us from the curse of the law, not generational curses. So we have to break generational curses. You're wasting your time. Ask those people who have been breaking them what has come out of their lives. They go again, again. they will go again, another mountain, they will go again. Next year they will break curses. They started breaking 10 years ago. They will still break. In another 10 years, they will still break curses. Now ask yourself: all these things that they have been breaking, what is happening? Is it that those things are not broken? or they have been broken or but they didn't know that they have been broken people don't think i don't know why we do things like this even people who are learned in academics we're taught to think right you see people the academic you know people who have learned they come into christianity and they just do things they don't think that this thing that we've been breaking all this while <sighs> should have been broken <laughs> you see that now please go back to verse 16 cause not be in the city and shall not be in the field you see that verse 17 shall thou thy basket and thy store. No bank account. <laughs> and if there's bank account, there's no money inside. So that's the challenge of our family. Is there? No, please, some people don't read that place of the that portion of the Bible. They don't read it. So you don't know what you have been redeemed from. Verse 18. Cause shall the fruit of thy body be. Children dying for their time. You see that? Mother gave birth to nine. Now they are reduced to two. Cause shall. Be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Go ahead. Cause shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cause shalt thou be when thou goest out. Read on. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, in all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, untimely death. You see, take time to read it and outline what you think it's troubling your natural family and say to yourself, then you go back to Galatians 3.13, Christ has...